Hey, just before we start this episode, I'd like to announce my new website. Drum rolls, please. From now on, you can find me on sandralauramanuela.com or sandra-dikin.com. Check it out because there's an amazing free video training for you on how to reclaim your power and brilliance as a woman so you can become the creator of a life that simply feels good. Hello, beautiful you. This is Bright Spots Radio, and I am Sandra Laura Manuela Deakin. I am passionate about turning blind spots into bright spots. Over the last 35 years, I've presented and produced all kinds of lifestyle shows on radio and TV in Belgium. And my own inner journey has been one of remembering the deep mystery of being a woman. Today, I coach, mentor, and teach women worldwide to rediscover their inner brilliance because I believe we women are here to become goddesses, creators, and leaders of a brighter future. So let these episodes inspire, empower, and uplift you. Welcome to episode 30 of Bright Spots Radio. How can you watch the media and still be happy? Mmm, my friend, not an easy one these days. Today I see a lot of us having a love-hate relationship with media. Something inside of us, I don't know about you, but inside of me, is so fed up of the horror the media offers us on a daily basis, And yet... Another part of us is craving for more of that terror. Why? Because, my friend, negativity is addictive. I'll say that again. Negativity is addictive. Once our mind has a taste of all that fear, horror, terror, well, it wants more and more of it. And so we become news junkies. I'm afraid the whole world suffers these days from that media virus. Our mind is contaminated by fear, depressing news, and the collective belief that the world is a dark and dangerous space. So how to get out of that self-destructive rat race and still stay informed? Mm, That is the question. Well, my dear friend, my wish and hope is to let this podcast support you and offer you some practical tools on how to digest media these days and also give you a bigger picture of media. It's a muscle that I myself have been training for 10 years now. And maybe, just maybe, you will stop looking at the media as an all-knowing God. Yes, media has become this kind of religion. Most people take it for granted. And they don't even question the bullshit. All that bullshit that media is throwing at us on a daily basis. People have just stopped being critical. Media does all the thinking for most of us. And we don't even take time to question ourselves. Is this really true? 
Or is this just a vision of a society, a paradigm that is an old, immature way of thinking and being? Oh, please, don't believe a word I say, my friend. Just feel and think for yourself while listening to this episode. Let me start with sharing my journey with you. So I've been in media from when I was 14 years old. And in contradiction with what the news and media have become today, my aim has always been to use media as a tool to inspire, to empower, to uplift people towards a higher embodied consciousness and a brighter world. I've always invited my viewers, my readers, my listeners to step into their own brilliance and power and become that leader and creator of their own life. And amazingly enough, my radio and TV producers have always given me the freedom to do so. Wow, I guess I was one of the lucky few who could fully create media content from her heart. And I want to acknowledge all of them for that, and also myself. Now, those days, a lot of my colleagues looked down on me, speaking and creating from the heart, was not so done in an over-intellectual world. Well, I'm talking about 35 years ago, right? So I guess I was a pioneer. I myself stopped being a media addict about 10 years ago. I started noticing how media constantly influenced my way of being, thinking, and intoxicated my life. My partner is one of those media addicts, and we used to wake up with the news, consume the news during the day, and go to bed with the news. By the way, today, when we are together as a couple, we don't do that any longer. I have created some non-negotiables about that. Why? Well, because I discovered I was becoming more and more over-emotional and depressed, having an overdose of news. So I started practicing a new way of media in my life. I created for myself a clear schedule on how to live a life from happiness and health and still be informed on media. For example, I do not wake up today or go to bed today with the news. That is an absolute non-negotiable for me. Because, my friend, how you start your day and how you complete your day is so significant to create a happy, healthy, balanced life. Start and complete your day being close to your inner nature. Don't let yourself be pulled out by the stories of the news in the first moment you open your eyes or the last moment of your day. Now, second thing I did was I made a conscious choice inside of myself not to let media determine my vision of the world any longer. I decided not to give the media that power any longer. It's amazing how all of us have become slaves of the media. The media has hijacked our thoughts 
and our vision of life. And most of us are fully constipated by all that bullshit without even realising it. We forget to see the bigger picture, my friend. The people today, they're making media gods. But you know what? The people in the media, I've been there for 35 years, they are just human beings like you, like me, like everybody else. And being human is okay. And you know what? They're very often underpaid, overworked, and very frustrated. So as I've told you, I've worked for more than 35 years in media. Believe me, I know. I used to work seven days a week, nonstop, just to get my TV and radio shows on air. And I loved my job. I was passionate about it. And I was deeply underpaid, exhausted at the end. So I ended up with a burnout. And I was not the only one. A few years ago, I got asked to do another radio show. And when I returned to the radio station I had always worked for, most of my colleagues were still there. And most of them were all suffering from a burnout. A friend of mine, this is another story, who used to interview celebrities for a popular magazine. Well, she was so good and she loved her job. And I remember one day visiting her while she was flat on the floor, breaking down and crying and sobbing. She told me she had had this very beautiful, intimate interview with a movie star. And she had promised this person, out of integrity, not to publish the very private things he had shared with her. Now, her chief editor had a different opinion about this, and he threatened to fire her if she would not write the spicy details about this famous person. Now, those days, she was so afraid to lose her job. So, what did she do? She wrote all about the spicy things. And, of course, she lost the trust of this person, of this movie star, and she ended up with a burnout and depression. So she quit her job, and today she's baking cupcakes somewhere in the south of Belgium, not wanting to be part anymore of that Muppet show called Media. Now, why, my friend, am I sharing this? Just to show you, media people are not the gods we think they are. They are overworked, underpaid, and a lot of journalists don't even have time to check on their sources and think critical for themselves. They just don't have time for that because they're constantly working and sometimes close to a burnout. In other words, they've become part of a system, a way of thinking, without even questioning that system. A system that thinks in lack, fear and greed. A system that still thinks in victim and abuser. Just listen to the news. How many times do you hear during a day the word victim or the word abuser? Same vibration. When you think in the paradigm of victim and abuser, you keep people small. You divide people. You keep them in duality. You deny their own brilliance and greatness. 
Well, I believe if you talk to the potential brilliance, the potential leadership in each listener, viewer, and reader, you can awaken something bigger inside of them. Now, media does not do that because they represent very often an old paradigm of lack, fear, and ignorance. This is an old paradigm, my friend. Something new is wanting to be born in the world. A world in which people wake up and start discovering their inner radiance and voice. A world in which people take full responsibility for their own happiness. A world in which we can all be our unique selves, unapologetic, shameless, and yet also be so connected so we can co-create together. And in this kind of world, media will play a whole new role, a role to empower, inform, and inspire people. Problem today is that our mind is addicted to negative thinking. Did you know that our mind has 80% of negative thoughts a day and 20% positive thoughts. So we give all our energy to these negative thoughts. These negative thoughts produce a biochemical reaction in our body. This creates extra cortisol, which are stress hormones in our body. So if you subconsciously ask your body 365 days a year to create extra cortisol because you choose to watch constantly this negative news, guess what? You become addicted to all that negativity and you want more and more and more. Right, more news and you become a news junkie. And guess what? The more fear you feel subconsciously in your body, the more your ego wants to flee and look for overcompensation in the outside world. And yeah, you will be consuming, drinking, smoking, eating. Hooray for the media, because this way they can sell you even more cheap commercials because you're buying into it. And this is how you create a vicious circle of negativity, my friends. Okay, let me share with you practical tools to watch the news and stay happy and healthy after this exciting message. Hey, ladies, I've got some exciting news for you. What if I would tell you these challenging times invite us to discover a deeper power inside of ourselves? Is there a longing inside of you to reconnect with that space that feels safe and unshakable? A space in which you can start discovering your own inner magic and brilliance. Then the monthly conscious creation circles are just the right place for you an inspiring and uplifting online space with weekly bodywork, webinars and personal voice messages so you can learn to reclaim your inner brilliance and become that conscious creator of a life that simply feels good. Text me for more information or book a free discovery call with me on sandralauramanuela.com or sandra-dikin.com. Can't wait to connect with you. 
Now, the most important thing to become conscious about is that we look upon media as an all-knowing God. We have stopped asking ourselves, is this true? We have stopped inquiring, who is the source of this message? Most media is owned by powerhouses who have absolutely no benefit in empowering their audience. On the contrary, who would want an audience that can think and feel for themselves? Who would want an audience that is difficult to manipulate and control? That would be so bad for the booming business. A fearful human addicted to negative thinking also has a negative self-image, my friend. Now, those are the ones who are so easy to manipulate and to control. You don't need high science for that. So if you want to turn your blind spot into a bright spot, here are some practical tools to stay in the driver's seat of your own media consumption. So first of all, make a strict schedule on how many hours a day you consume media and have some non-negotiables, such as no media first thing in the morning, no media before going to bed. And then make a conscious choice to be the leader of your own media life and choose consciously how you consume your media. For example, I rarely watch the news because I don't allow all those images intoxicate my mind. I choose to read the newspaper. That way I stay informed and I choose which articles I read and which images I allow in my energy field. And when you decide to watch the news, stay very connected to your body and to the earth. I mean this, this is not a joke. When you stay connected and in your body and connected with the earth, you can stay present and not go into the over-emotions or stories of your mind. Because the mind loves making drama even bigger. The mind loves to create an enemy even more dangerous and loves to create more horror. So stay very present in your body while watching the news. Keep breathing in your belly. Keep feeling the earth underneath you so you can stay present, but also in a neutral position. Being present is always being in the highest and most powerful version of yourself. Don't follow the story in your mind because that takes you in a future that doesn't exist. Stay in the now. If you feel fear while watching the news, feel the fear in your body. If you feel sad, because of what is happening in the world, feel and allow the sadness in the now, inside of your body. Don't go to the story your mind wants to create. The mind always wants to keep us away from feeling those uncomfortable feelings in our body. So the mind starts creating an enemy, a story to protect us. Do not go there. Stay in the now, stay present, my friend. What helps me a lot is also to imagine that I'm a visitor on this earth plane and I simply observe this human behavior from a place of compassion and curiosity. 
constantly ask yourself through feeling your body, is this true? Is this true what I'm hearing, what they are saying? Because the body never lies. Maybe this reality is no longer part of your reality, my friend. Or this is a certain vision of an old paradigm and maybe you are already creating a new paradigm. If you know quantum physics, you will know that if you change the way you look at things, the things will change. So what if you would start looking at the news and all those dramas in the world as a big invitation to become the solution and not the problem in the world. Instead of going into your victimhood and the drama, and we all tend to go there, what if you would take full responsibility for your life and for your own happiness and ask yourself, what can I create that would support the world today? Woohoo! Big step. What can you create that would support the world today? You see, fear brings our mind and our body in decay. That means if you are constantly in fear these days, you are part of the old paradigm that is crumbling down. Do you get this? But what if you would tell yourself that there is a whole new and brighter paradigm wanting to be born, just like that caterpillar that is transforming into the butterfly? The caterpillar has to die first to become a whole new creature, a magnificent butterfly. So use your fantasy. Use your fantasy to tap into the imaginary cells like the cells of that butterfly. Even if you watch the news, ask yourself, what would be the world that I would want to live in? And don't wait for it to happen, my friend. No, make it happen. Be the change. If you want a kinder world, be more kind. If you want a braver world, be more brave. If you want a world filled with vitality and health, start creating a more healthy life for yourself. The answer is always you, my friend. And keep on practicing. Because this is really practicing a new muscle. As I told you before, it took me 10 years to master this. And even today, in these challenging times, I still sometimes have to pay extra attention not to go into the story and the drama and the anger and the sadness. But the good news is we can practice this every day of our lives. Every day we can restart again and again. Well, I do hope you got something out of this podcast, my friend. If you think this episode might support a friend or a relative right now, please share. And if you feel like it, leave a review on Apple Podcast. Let's connect on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me under Sandra Laura Manuela. Sending you heaps of love. And remember... You are so amazing and powerful, my friend. <laughs>